It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. And welcome to Car Cone Carne. I'm James Van Ostel. And as we're recording this, as we're doing this video stream live on a Wednesday night, a hump day, happy hump day. Uh, we are days away from the closing of voting for this year's Best of Chicago 2020, the annual poll done by the Honorable, the Venerable Chicago Reader. Car Cone Carne up in two categories. It is up for Best Music Podcast. That's in the Music and Nightlife section and Best Podcast Host. That's me. Uh, for City Life, please vote. Again, voting closes, I think, Monday, if not Sunday night. Best of Chicago 2020, the Chicago Reader, uh, help support or continue to support local independent podcasts. My guest tonight is a local independent musician, part of a local independent band, part of the fantastic band Black Bolts. It is Henry joining us tonight. Hi, Henry. Hi. Thanks for having me on. We, we were talking right before we went on. Like, I, I feel like you've got the Zoom thing down. You sound good. And your room is so perfect. Like you've got the perfect <laughs> backdrop. You got the ukulele hanging there. You got the flying V. You got the lighting. I mean, you, you got this down. <laughs> it took a little bit of work. I had to take a bulb out, but I think it's a good lighting situation. Before I had a very like Last Supper kind of glow behind me, so looks a lot better now. I think <laughs> it took me like seventy-five interviews to figure out how to do my lighting, and I, I'm not. I'm still not there yet. But I, I was shrouded <laughs> in darkness for the, the first seventy, and someone's like get a ring light. Then I bought a ring light off Amazon, but I wear glasses. So it just looked like I had googly eyes when I did <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <So. laughs> Been there, yeah. man. Been there. Yeah. A year into the <laughs> pandemic, I think I'm starting to get the hang of this. All right. So your band is Black Bolts. I said, Henry, in my description that I posted of, of this interview, I said in our current music climate, the throwback, almost straightforward sounds of Black Bolts come off like a breath of fresh air. There's there's something so elemental about what you're doing, something so part of the history of rock and roll and rhythm and blues that it sounds new and exciting in the present day. It's what is old is new again. Yeah, yeah. I feel like uh, it, it really started with like the 2000s too when you heard bands like uh, uh, Black Keys, White Stripes, uh, sure. even like if you want to go deeper, bands like the Von Bondies, uh, all influenced by like the same stuff we like, the garage rock uh, kind of thing thing um and i i think i've read interviews about them saying like the nuggets and the stuff from the 60s is what drove them to become the bands they are and that's the stuff we like too so yeah we, we're all about that man we we love that sound and even acts today a couple i can think off the top of my head are like uh uh nathaniel Rateliff and the night sweats oh, sure. i put put him on that list uh saint something in the broke broken bones uh oh yeah yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that kind of like throwback soul thing mixed with rock is kind of it's kind of back a little bit, I think. And even in some of the bands. Thank you, St. Paul. I I completely drew a blank the second you said it. But yes, absolutely. They're from (laughs) Alabama. They're awesome. Right. But but that's what I'm saying. I think that sound is coming back and it works out because that's the kind of stuff we like to play and the kind of stuff we like to write. So we're all about Uh, that. Now, there are six guys in the band. That's a lot of people to have kind of aligned with the same musical taste and principle yeah it's it's it it works out because a lot of the guys in the band are a lot of us have blues roots as well we've played like like one of our guitar players is uh his name's matt shuk and he's a very great guitar player has his own trio he's played 
blues clubs and stuff. And I've played blues here and there. Uh, so we have like things in common, but then one of our other guitar players, he likes like hard rock. So it's like, everybody's kind of got their own thing, you know, it's, and it comes together to form whatever we are. <laughs> uh, based just based on the way you sound, do you guys like going record shopping? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the feeling like digging through the crates, trying to find. Yeah. I, you know, uh, I would set aside like almost, I think like a hundred bucks a month and just go out. It was like, instead of Netflix or Amazon, that's like my thing, you know, and I'd go out to a record store and, I'd cap myself at that hundo. Like, don't go over that. Just buy, you know, this is it for the month. <laughs> and, and you do the thing where you're kind of standing to the side of the register, looking at what you have, trying to calculate in your head. I, I do the same thing because I've got my own budget. I'm like, okay, which one goes, goes back in the, uh, back in the store. I'm not right. keeping this one. Oh, I can keep this one. Well, I can, I can spend another $10. I mean, what's $10. I do that uh, every weekend pretty much. Oh yeah. And I feel like when, when I'm buying albums, it's always like, I'll get like five really like decent ones or like two really cool ones that are like uber expensive. You know what I mean? That are like totally like a like a Frank Zappa or something that's like 50 bucks. And it's like, all right, well, it's either these two or those five. And that's what I got to decide with. But, you know, my new thing is I'm buying soundtracks because I do a lot of work. I do all my work from home. And during the day, sometimes having vocals in the background can be distracting. So I've been listening to like scores and soundtracks on vinyl. Oh, yeah, that's a cool. That's a great idea. Like Danny Elfman, that kind of stuff. Just something you can throw on or. Yeah, I I, I was listening to the uh, John Williams score of Close Encounters of the Third Kind today. That's (laughs) kind of big and epic and awesome as I'm hammering away on web stuff. That was amazing. Anyways, let's talk about Black Bolts. My my first burning obvious question, and you, you have to know this is just this is just who I am. Was the name inspired? I never ask bands where they got their name, except I have to with you. Was the name inspired in any way by Black Bolt, the leader of the Inhumans from Marvel Comics? Yeah, actually, it kind of <laughs> was. Um, <laughs> so uh, me and one of the guitar players are also huge Kiss fans. We don't talk about it. We kind of keep it under wraps. But I figure now's the time to out it, right? Oh, yeah. Um, but Gene Simmons got his inspiration for his costume from Black Bolt. The greatest so, costume in comics history. Right. It's designed by Jack Kirby. It's, it's awesome. Right. And Gene's got that same thing with that. And we were like, we were like, oh, we love the idea. And there's so much you can do like logo wise with black bolts. You know, it's, it's like a it's, it's simple color and it's a nice alliteration there, you know. But yeah, it's based on the, the character. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. Well, all right. And, I'm glad we got that out of the way. That was important. So uh, after two years away, Black Bolts, you returned with Have Not, uh, which is on, on this new EP. You can also hear it this coming Sunday night on my radio show, Demo 312. How did working together on new music happen? How did you pull that off over the past year? Oh, yeah. So that was really hard. Uh, oh. <laughs> I'll start from the beginning here. Uh, so beginning of 2020, we've always, so I'll start wait before that. Uh, we've always been a band that like, we'll get together once a year, record an album, and then like kind of play a couple shows, maybe do a fest or two, like Homegrown and, and Lyle, you know, Aaron yeah. Williams does, so we'll do like that. And then we just kind of go our separate ways. And then beginning of 2020, we were like, why don't we actually try and just make, you know, a couple albums this year, play as many shows as we want and just see this thing 100 percent. And uh, we picked the worst year to do that <laughs> <laughs> in case you hadn't heard. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I had this whole grand plan laid out and it's um, it, it's a four album four EP uh, idea being we record we have an album come out in beginning of the year spring summer and fall slash winter 
uh, just like four song EPs throughout the entire year, um, as opposed to one big album. You know, I mean, that way we're releasing yeah. every couple of months and uh, it was all great. I'm like, yeah, we'll start in 2020. And then everything happened and we didn't practice or see each other for six to seven months. Yeah. Um, and, and then I, the only good thing about the pandemic for me was it gave me a lot of time to sit down and just like write a song a day, even if it's sucks you know i just write down and be like it's a song you know and it's something it's progress so i had all these tunes and i told him i'm like well let's get together now that things are starting to get better and there's less to worry about no one's sick no one has a fever let's get together and work on these tunes so we start working them together and uh then i set a date to record i was like we'll get this first ep done and we'll put it out first week of january of 2021 i was all excited and ready to go and then uh just 2020 struck, you know, again, oh, yeah. and my bass player had like, we had so many guys in the band that just like, they had to take 14 days because they thought they might have it. They got tested, that kind of stuff yeah. constantly. It was like, it was like whack-a-mole with the problems. Like it was like every time I took care of something, something else popped up, you know, and uh, it just, it felt cursed to me. Like, I'm like, is this ever going to happen? Are we ever going to do four songs? And then uh, we ended up pushing the release date back from January to February. Then our drummer hurts his foot, of course, because something course. always happens, yeah. you know. And I'm like, well, what are we going to do now? So I had to call in a buddy of mine that I worked with, a, a jazz drummer. I'm like, you know, I have the parts. Can you come in and help us and just get this album done? You know, he came in, he finished. Then our sax player gets COVID. So he's out. And uh, at this point, I'm waiting for either the ceiling to cave in or the floor to give out. You know, it's just it's chaos. And so wait, wait, I, how's your sax player? He's good now. He's fine. Okay. Yeah, he took. Yeah, he's he's recovering. He's able to he, he's able to play again. I was going to uh, say, I, like, of all the instruments. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It took him, I think, about a 20 day recovery before he finally felt sure. like he could start practicing. And the real bummer for me is these guys put in work on. We make demos at our house, uh, you know, before we take it to the studio. So we know what we're going to be doing. And they wrote great parts that they didn't get to execute on the album. That's a drag. And but luckily with my four album plan, I'm like, well, look at it this way. That's like that's the starter. You know, now we got three more coming that we can work on and everybody can be. And with the vaccines and everything going on now, I think, you know, hopefully it'll be a little bit easier making this next EP, uh, getting all that running. So I'm knocking, I'm knocking wood for you. Please, please do. Please do. Uh, but it, it finally, like we got it done. We got it mixed. We got it mastered and we did it in a week. That's and, awesome. Uh, it was I didn't like I have gray hair now. Like I look like a raccoon. It was a river. It was a rough. Yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> it was a rough seven days, though. We like we didn't know if we were going to get it done. And I set deadlines like I had, I had sent you stuff. I had sent Brian Shamey, uh from Daily Herald, uh, who I've known for a couple of years. Um, just a couple of people I've known throughout the years, press wise and whatever. And I'm like, oh, here's our deadline. We'll be done by then, you know. And thank God we did. You know, I didn't think we'd be done in time, but here we are, man. I get here to we are. You and it all came together. It all worked out. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm so happy it's done. Shout out to the always friendly former Carcon Carne guest, Brian Chamey, who mm -hmm. uh, was kind enough to include me in his year end wrap up on uh, his column in the Daily Herald. All around good dude. Super, super friendly, kind. Man. Oh, yeah. All right. So Black Bolts, the new EP is Nobody Told Us. That releases, we're recording this on February 3rd. This comes out on the 5th, on Friday the 5th. Yes, yes. Um, so this Friday, it's going to be, uh, well, first I wanted to talk to you about something else before we get into that. That's all right. 
uh, something I had on my mind was surviving as a band, something I've thought about for the past year in this new like pandemic world, you know, as like venues are closing and other places mm-hmm. are shutting down. We're running out of options, especially as original bands, sure. um, cover bands. They're they're always they're established. They're able to get these well-paying shows and able to hop on even a small stage and still do really well. Original bands, it's it's tough. It's a tough climate, even when things are good. Uh, so, uh, one thing that I've been noticing is is and this is for any other band who's just trying to figure out what to do is doing like any kind of cross branding, anything you can find like a business you like or a, or another band you like, just anyone you can link up with. And do like a live stream or, you know, do some kind of cross anything with anyone. That's the best way to just keep things going right now. You know, 100 percent. I think 2021 is the year of the partnership. And I'm getting to yours coming up. I've got this all mapped out. Oh, we'll get, I didn't mean we'll to get jump to... the gun. <laughs> My bad, there. My bad. There. I, swear. <laughs> but I, I agree. And it is tough. You're right. Cover bands have a have an advantage in some respects. Um, and without live gigs, you kind of have to figure out new ways to do old things or new ways to do new things. Mm-hmm. It's not easy. It's been, a, a, you know, as mentioned, as observed by everyone with a pulse last year was brutal and oh, yeah. it's been tough and you, you got to kind of find your way around it. And it sucks. That said, this new EP is coming out on Friday. It is. Nobody told us. I want to talk about some of the songs on there. Um, you know, you talked about, we talked about the advantage that cover bands have. I don't know. I, I, as I'm listening to this new music, Henry, this stuff sounds familiar out of the gate. Even if these are songs you haven't heard before, there's, there's a comfort I have. When I listen to New Tattoo, it's got this cool blues shuffle. It's, it's horns and guitar. This is the kind of song you stomp your foot to. Like, I don't need to hear a cover band play Bon Jovi. I'm good with you guys playing New Tattoo. I think... <laughs> thanks man we appreciate it yeah uh um the way the way we kind of do it is is or at least the way i write i kind of look at each song as it's kind of its own self-contained thing so it's like okay this song's gonna have this feel this song's gonna have this feel and then we uh just just kind of have some kind of the the real thing that like ties all the tunes together is the instruments we use i think because it's always like the six of us playing the six instruments we have and just replicating that on each tune but um, like with brand new tattoo, it's kind of like a, almost like a like a 1930s, like New Orleans big band second line kind of thing going on. Like, Love I don't it. know. It's just, you know, it's just fun to record. It was like something we're like, we're here. Let's do a gang vocal. You know, we'll let, we'll do this. We'll have the sax do this. And uh, yeah, it's just it's, it's fun. We try to make each song a little bit different than the last one. You know, I'm a sucker for horns for sure. Let's talk a little bit about want to know you better. Um, Definitely has an early '70s rock vibe. Vocally, let's talk about where you're, where you're at there, because um, I swear I, I hear hints of Paul Rogers going on and what you're doing on that song. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, most most of the guys that I like, I mean, I like Paul Rogers a lot too. He's wonderful. Uh, but mo- most of the guys I like are actually like the old kind of soul '60s guys, and then uh, people like Eric Burden from the Animals. Sure. So like, if if I had to say like vocally, like I do a lot of yelling and stuff, so I'd say like Wilson Pickett. Eric Burden, uh, Sam and Dave, uh, Otis Redding. Um, I don't think I'm anywhere near as good as them soul wise, but I scream a lot. So we got that in common, you know, (laughs) (laughs) and then there's, then there's dark side. This is a fun song to listen to. Uh, you've got the horns, you got the piano going, you've got these grooves, but this is a classic example of a song whose music doesn't necessarily match the lyrics. You're singing about the darkness under 
underneath that, that hides behind the, the girl you're with. Uh, also a fantastic bridge in this song. But this song, Dark Side, inspired a beer partnership. See how it all comes comes back. Ah, uh, yeah. Sorry for jumping the gun there, James. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, so we for a long time, we played at this place called Wolf Den Brewing. Shout out to Wolf Den and, and Bloomingdale. They're, they're wonderful. They that was a place I was I was working on doing a car con carne there because back in the old days, back be, back before 2020, I used to do this in my car every week and I'd go visit places. I had plans to go to Wolf Den to do a car con carne. I, I've heard nothing but good things about it. Oh, yeah, it's wonderful, man. The beers are so good. And uh, well, they so what happened was they started hiring us kind of every month as like a house band almost. We would play there and they loved our originals. So we were able to like play our originals and do the covers, which you always want a venue that likes both, you know. Absolutely. And uh, and uh, our friend Matt or our guitar player, Matt Shukin, he plays solo. He's a solo guy uh, also. And he was playing there and they went, hey, why don't you have the bolts come in when you guys do your uh, CD release? will brew a beer to coincide with it. And what it is, is it's a, uh, it's a coffee infused barley wine. It's a mm. 16%. So it's a heavy boy. <laughs> yeah. It's a, uh, <laughs> but uh, we named it after the tune just cause it kind of fits. It's kind of a little bit darker of a beer, yeah. you know, dark side of your heart, dark beer. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to try it. We haven't tried it yet. It, it's done tomorrow. So we're very excited to have a couple of those on our live stream. <laughs> A couple of those between the six of you, 16%. Yeah, I think probably one each will do it, and then we'll switch to... <laughs> yeah, then you'll switch to actual coffee. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Keep us awake. <laughs> well, okay, so I bet that's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the live stream. So you're doing this on Friday. Is that on your YouTube? Yeah, it's going to be uh, Facebook, YouTube, um, Instagram. We're, we're going to be putting it everywhere. So it'll be uh, at 6 p.m., and we're going from 6 to 8 Oh my I believe, God. I believe six to eight. Yeah. Uh, we'll be doing uh, a ton of our originals um, from our old EPs we released years ago, all the new stuff, and then just a bunch of covers we like, like Garage and Soul stuff. So we'll be playing a lot of that. Oh, what a blast. What an awesome Friday night. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a good one. Uh, I think you guys sound great. I, I, so for people who haven't heard you yet, I mean, we're kind of talking talking about your music and trying to paint the picture. But if someone were to leave this podcast, stop listening, stop watching, and want to dive in what what's your elevator pitch for black bolts uh i'd say uh retro soul garage rock and roll and a little bit of punk and you'd have us if you uh if you took wilson pickett the sonics and the ramones and smushed them together i think we'd probably be in the middle (laughs) you're saying everything i want to hear i want want to be clear about that henry (laughs) I'm, i'm glad man all right. So is there any uh, goal to get this stuff on vinyl since you are a collector? Yeah, uh, we had talked about it. Uh, well, our, our plan is since we're doing four EPs, maybe at the end of the year, we'll do one big put them all together and maybe do like a limited run of like, I don't know, like maybe 50 vinyl or something. That'd be, I think that'd be really cool just to have that in my collection, like the replacements, us, you know, like that just be amazing for me. So I would love to have that. <laughs> That's more for it. me you know then <laughs> but I, I listening to this it, i feel like it has to be on vinyl at some point like it just it was made for that medium oh yeah i think it sound real warm too coming oh out of, coming out especially with the needle drop i mean we we talked about we thought it might be kind of cheesy but we thought about maybe putting a needle drop in the recording at the beginning and i'm like ah that's that's overkill but we could do it in real life right i mean if Absol- we put it on vinyl there Absolutely. you go <laughs> All right. So uh, for people who want to listen, they should go where after they're done with this uh, interview? 
Uh, well, as of Friday, we will have everything uh, um, up on Bandcamp and our website and all those other places. Uh, right now on Spotify, our single's up. You can go on YouTube and watch our video for that. That We, we threw together a lyric video for that as well. So, uh, yeah, but Friday, everything comes out. So Great. And the live uh, stream is two hours long on Friday. That's awesome. So if, if you're working nine to five, check everyone checks out early when they're working from home. But check out even earlier. Grab yourself a, a beer so you can drink along with the guys. And it's Black Bolts performing live on all video platforms that kicks ass. And the new EP is Nobody Told Us. Uh, awesome. Henry, I think you guys are great. I appreciate you doing this uh, this chat tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me on, man. I really appreciate it.